Yeah. Damn it. I posted an update today on the episode announcing when we were going to go live. And I thought that'd draw people in. But dude, the last couple of lives, we haven't had more than like four people. That's your fault. That's not my fault. Yeah. No, it's not. Yeah. It's something about your face. I think it's because you put your hair all the side of one face, one one side of your face and it looks weird. The side of one face? Yeah. It Sometimes it's not my face. No. Might be another face. It's your hair is on the side of one of your faces. This is stylish. It's probably the hair. It's probably the hair. Shave it off, you know, full. Go bald? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Full, uh, what's your name? Kira Knightley. Natalie Portman. Full Natalie Portman. Here we go. Shot one. I don't like it, but it's not terrible. Yeah, I don't, oh, I'm confused. Oh, the aftertaste. It's the aftertaste. Wow. The aftertaste is not good. Yeah, no, I was right. That's not fun to take shots of. No. Oh, that's like cough syrup. Blech. Not only did I choose to get this specific one because it was the cheapest flavored vodka at the store, but blackberry just sounded like the worst flavor, so. Like a melted candy, but not like a candy you melted on purpose, like more like one you found in your car. Like the kind of candy that kills children inside of Willy Wonka's factory. Mm. We go shot two. Shot two. The second one is far worse. The lime juice helps me out. Uh, that was bad. Oh, but it lingers. Yeah, it's bad. Is there oil in it? Mm -hmm. I was thinking the same thing. It's pretty thick. It sticks. I get it now because I do. I do Vana bitch. About yeah. that vodka? Yeah. I think we've been bitching about that vodka. Yeah. All right. Shot three. Shot three. Holy crap. Oh, it gets worse every time. Uh -oh. oh, it's so gross. Whoa. This is three shots in. It makes me laugh every time. I hate it so much. <laughs> it's so funny. My hatred for him is so irrational. He looks so sad. Hey, everyone. This is Three Shots In. I am Jake. I'm Jess. And this is episode 17 today. Yes. If we did our math correct. I trust you. Yeah, let's just go with it. 17. We're saying it again and a third time. 17. 17. 17. So we had we had some interesting shots tonight. That was uh, the cheapest flavored vodka that I could find at our local fat dog. And that is Ivanovich flavored vodkas. And on top of that, on top of it being the cheapest one I could find, I also went out of my way to choose the flavor that looked the grossest. And that was... What is it? Blackberry? Blackberry. Yeah, blackberry. So it makes no attempt to claim that it's actual blackberries used. Mm -mm. Like it tastes like the vodka infused version of an IHOP syrup. Yeah. But like the IHOP syrup that has been neglected. The dusty, just, the dusty one. Yeah. It's just been sitting there for a while. Yeah. Like no one even tries to clean it anymore because they're just tired. Right. It's the really sticky, dusty bottle that you don't notice until you're holding it in your hand and you're already pouring. Yeah. Yeah. It's a little too thick. Mm-hmm. Like, whoa, this is falling out really slowly. Yeah. You got to shake it, wiggle it a little. Uh-huh. You got you, you to wiggle it. Jiggle it a little. Just, little. just, just jiggle it a little. <laughs> like a toilet handle. Jiggle it a little. Well, we also, unfortunately, made, I, I would say vodka sodas, but it's just vodka water. Yeah. We used club soda that we had that had gone flat. To well, mix the the Ivana Bitch Blackberry Vodka yes. uh, with the intent was carbonated water and lime, but it's just water. Yeah, the carbonation left 
So it ended up just being water. Really expensive. Non-brand. Walmart brand water. Great value water. What do you mean really expensive? Oh, because you paid that price for just just water. Yeah. It would have been cheaper. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. We overpaid. You know, you're right. We need a carbonation machine. Mm Mm-hmm. Just do it ourselves. Yeah, just... You know? Because they scream at you when they're... (laughs) No, really. When they're at capacity. They scare me. Yeah. I've, uh, we have a couple of friends who have a carbonation machine and they are constantly drinking carbonated water. It scares me every time. It's so loud. Yeah. The it whole sounds house. like construction is happening in the kitchen every time they turn it on. Yeah. I'm going to tell Ricky to make some tomorrow. He will. He will. <laughs> Especially if you tell him it freaks me out. Oh, good point. Mm-hmm. I will bring that up. Topic for tonight. That's the next thing on the list here. Yes. The topic for th- tonight is aliens. Aliens. That's right. Yeah. The first time it was just alien. Now it's aliens. Multiple. That's right. Mine really does have multiple aliens. Oh, well, uh, yeah, I have three stories. So really it's like Alien 3 Resurrection. Ooh. Yeah. Not a great movie, but it was still fun. See what I got? Huh? I have the profiles, like detailed profiles. Oh. Sort of. On every, every kind of alien that has ever been on Earth before. Confirmed to be on Earth before? No. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I thought as much. I mean, as confirmed as you could possibly hope for, though. It was proofofalien.com ah. that I got all my information from. I don't know where you got yeah. yours, but mine sounds way more well, legit, probably. Mine happens to have a UFO, UFOlogist, a oh. prof- professional uh, alien historian named, I forget what his first name is, but his last name is Fowler. Ooh. And that's my last name. So maybe- That's our father's last name. Yeah. Maybe this is like a- a distant relative, you know? So that if that, if Fingers that doesn't crossed. make this like, what's the word? If that doesn't make this like good proof, <laughs> then, then I don't know what is, what will. Damn. <laughs> Could you imagine getting an actual ufologist on here as a guest? Oh, we need it to happen. We, that's why we need, that's why we need to get bigger. No one and- ever will though. You and I are kind of savage when we make fun of people. Like we kind of just go off the handle. Like we get, we, what is it? Get off the handle, off, go off. Off the wagon. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> you and I don't know how to control ourselves when we go on a, I had a, a, a phrase introduced to me recently and it's called gooning. Okay. It's when you kind of. Oh, dog- like when you force the kid to truffle shuffle. Yeah. You kind of dogpile someone with like jokes at their expense and insults. Yeah. That is what we do. Yeah. We do it well. Yes. I don't think I have the heart, though, to goon someone to their face. You do. I was like, uh, I think I do. (laughs) You do. But that'd be a pretty interesting episode. I don't think anyone has the balls to do it, though. Any real ufologist, super professional ufologist has the balls. Maybe. Maybe. You you ever realize, like, some of those, like, really, you know, those, like, really, like, nerdy, like, incel furry type dudes? Yes. Some of them have, like, way too much confidence. Yeah. I think we could find someone. Okay. You know what I mean? Like if they didn't have the confidence, they wouldn't be making YouTube videos and TikToks. You know what I mean? Like they're confident. That's true. If you're confident enough to record yourself and put it out on the internet, you know, similar to what we're doing. You're confident enough to put your voice on a podcast. Yeah. We can even say, we can even get a fake name. Don't need a real name, you know? Yep. We could find someone. Oh my God. We could make them 
sit in a chair with a light behind their back so they're just a silhouette and then we can deepen their voice mm-hmm. so no one knows who they are. Yeah. I am so excited. We have to do that now. <laughs> anyway. So that's right. Topic aliens. After this wheel spin. After this wheel spin. <laughs> uh, that's what happens when you don't press the, the record button on the. <laughs> <laughs> cut it. Cut it all. Warning. Warning. Incoming message. The wheel is real. Proceed. Oh, it landed on a new one. Name your angsty teenage song. Oh, um, oh, it's Fallout Boy. Okay. Obviously. Thanks for the memories. No. Or I guess it's actually called like, <laughs> for the memories. Yeah, they did, they did the uh, like shortened text yeah. style, you know, when, when cell phones didn't have a button for every letter. Yeah. You had to press one button several times to get to the letter you wanted. Um, shit. I got so many. I still listen to them. Uh-huh, I'm hearing it in my head. I just can't remember the title. It's the one where, um, is it Sugar, We're Going Down? Is that the title? Sugar, we're going down, swinging. Mm-hmm. I'll be your number one with a bullet. A loaded god complex, cock it and pull it. Gun clump, gun complex? Loaded gun complex. God complex is what the I don't original. Know. I don't, fuck, fuck if I know. I didn't, I never looked at the lyrics. I wasn't that dedicated of an emo. Yeah, I think it is called Sugar, We're Going Down. It's Sugar something. I remember that. That was my angsty teenage song. I listened to that. I ate it up. I loved it. Hmm. I see. Well, during my teenage years, my my angsty music was falling in reverse. Hmm. I was very into it. Very screamo. Interesting. Like not not the entire thing. Yeah. Like it was like like one third screamo, two thirds like very high pitched male singer. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember that one song by Thirty Seconds to Mars with Jared Leto? That was yep. on Mars. No. Yes. Moon. I don't remember the name. It was all over the radio. They like too much to the point that even I got sick of it. I'm looking it up. I know exactly. What you're, if I, if I literally just look up the band, it'll be the only one that pops up because no one else cares about anything they've ever else. <laughs> <laughs> they've ever produced. They've ever done the kill. Oh fuck. Yes. Oh my God. Can you play it real quick? No, you have to play it. Okay. 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 What's, how does it go? It's, uh, as soon as you play it, I'm going to know every single word. Me too. I can't hear it in my head right now. It's been so long since I heard it, but I knew every word for such a long time. Give me a second. Remember when Jared Leto was that guy from 30 Seconds to Mars? I do. Now he's Jared Leto, the guy that was kind of sort of the Joker once. There's a picture in this one. Jared Leto looks very different now. Yeah. But he was very, he. Was he punk? Was he rock? He he had well, very, it seemed like um, jealous of Panic at the Disco vibes. Heavy on the eyeliner, I'm assuming. Yeah. Yeah. Let's see it. Ooh, wow. You see that hair? Wow. Yeah, that looks exactly like he was. It looks like he's cosplaying. As Brendan Urie (laughs) in I Write Sins, Not Tragedies. Yeah, that's the video. I never saw the video. How funny. 
Yeah, I, w- I loved that song. And then at some point I was like, oh my God, fucking enough. <laughs> no more, please. Yeah, I'm going to say for me, the angsty song, right? Because like I said, Falling in Reverse was just like my go-to at the time. Look at him at the MTV VMA Australia 2007 Awards. Yikes. Yeah, that's like either bright red or possibly pink hair. The eyeliner is fucking heavy. Yeah. Anyway, like I was saying before, you completely interrupted me. Sorry. Uh, my my angsty song. Let me think. It's it's gonna be well, it's gonna be one of those songs. I just don't know which one I want to pick to be my angsty song because I, I listen so to, many. I listen to that entire album on loop. Yeah. For like too long. Which one? Too long. Falling in reverse. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. It was the the know. album was called the the drug in me is you. It had the picture on the front of that like weird crying. Oh my God. Zombie prom girl. <laughs> Jesus. I have way too many angsty teenage songs. There's a lot. Yeah, no, there There's is. There's a lot. Okay. Sugar We're Going Down by Fallout Boy. Oh shit. I forgot about My Chemical Romance. Dude. That's literally where I was leading. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So there's there's The Kill by 30 Seconds to Mars. Uh-huh. Misery Business by Paramore. Okay. Then um, I think it was Helena. It's called, yeah, Helena So Long Goodnight. Mm-hmm. So long and good night. So long and good night. We'll get it on this way. Yeah, man, yeah. so emotional. Okay, so yeah. There's also I'm not okay. I promise. Okay, yeah, yeah. I'm not okay. Yeah. Wow. Songs to you cut wear yourself to. Songs, songs to yeah. scratch yourself with a safety pin too. Oh, I, I know another one that does that. Um, it's called Exit Exit Music for a Film by Radiohead. I don't think I've heard that. That title does not sound familiar to me at all. Um, it's going to be a break thing. Okay. I'm writing it down. Write it down. Hold Write on. down the real name and not like Jacob's shortened notes version because we'll never figure it out if you do that. I'm just writing it exactly how Fall Out Boy would have written it. Oh, God. <laughs> wow. Yeah. <laughs> so many memories. Yeah, 12 year old me was like, fuck you. <laughs> I'm listening to this song and I'm thinking, I of hate you, you bitch. too. <laughs> <laughs> There's a YouTube compilation. That's less than two minutes long. It says felt emo again. Might delete. <laughs> Click it. Email, a, email that to me right now. Email a, me that video. A sequel. Email it to me. It says felt emo again. <laughs> Might delete. That was so good. That was so good. <laughs> Everything about That's it was perfect. That's how I feel every time that song comes on. <laughs> That's that it. The wheel, nice is, the wheel is sad. We can go on forever. This is a nice little trip. We can start a whole lane. podcast about emo music. We really could. <laughs> so instead, I'm going to start talking about aliens. <laughs> Let me whip out the trusty little cellular. No written notes today? No. No paged flips? Yeah. No. My, my wrist was in pain. <laughs> From all the page flipping, I assume. Yeah, it's flipping too many pages, honestly. It's exhausting. I get it. Yeah. When I, you know... Never mind. I was going to make it like a, I'm a prostitute joke, but I decided not to. <laughs> anyway. The Allagash abductions. Ooh. You heard of it? Might have. No. It's pretty famous. Okay. So in Allagash, Maine, this is August 1976. Okay. Okay. So this is, this is prime time for a, for a Stephen 
It's not Hawking. It's not. <laughs> Who writes the books? Uh-huh. <laughs> Steven, is it? Uh, uh. <laughs> Starts with an L. Steven. <laughs> you know, he wrote it. I know who he is. <laughs> is it Steven? Am I even getting that part right? Yes. Okay. Well, Mr. Steven. <laughs> Stephen King. Stephen King. There we go. Yeah, this sounds like a, like a prime setting for a Stephen King novel, right? <laughs> yes. Mid-70s Maine. So, four men, right? Jack and Jim Wiener. <laughs> might be Weiner, but we're going to call them Wieners. I like that better. And their friends Chuck Rack and Charlie Fultz. Rack. Decided to go on a camping trip for two weeks, right? In the Allagash Wilderness. Gash. Allagash. <laughs> <laughs> okay, too much of that. On the second night, Jim noticed a strange bright object in the sky, and it popped up for like 20, 30 seconds, disappeared, right? Two nights later into their camping trip, which by the way, like these are four grown men who'd like, oh, let's go on a two-week camping trip in the middle of the forest where there's no one around. Like, you think what I'm thinking? No. Right? No. Look. No, I... I just think it rhymes with otomy. You know what I mean? <laughs> Shmotomy? <laughs> yeah. So two nights later, the men are out fishing on a boat, right? Mm-hmm. We know what boats are used for from your China story, China history that story. That I do. So could be when the bright object showed up again. <gasps> on the boat? Well, like above the boat. Near the boat? Near the boat. So Chuck saw it and pointed it out. They all look at it. They all see it. They're like, it was as bright as like the sun, but smaller and very close. Okay. Right. So they start, they use a flashlight and start signaling SOS, right? In Morse code. And suddenly this bright light shot out a beam that started following them on the water, right? It shot a beam at them. They thought, oh shit. They start paddling away and it's following them. Wait, what kind of fucking boat is this that they have to paddle? This is 1976, Jessica. So? Did they have like motorboats at this point in time? Yeah, I think so. I don't know. They had to paddle away. I don't know. It didn't specifically say what that. What are they in a canoe? It just said it followed them. You're in a kayak? They're oh no, actually, wait, 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 wait. The men began to paddle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they were paddling. Wait, what time of day is this? This happening? is at nighttime. What the fuck are they out there paddling for in the middle of the night? They're fishing. They're night fishing. Ew. Yeah. See, this whole story is fishy, Jessica. So, right, they're paddling away. They're scared as fuck. This light is just tracking them, right? Like they they robbed a car and CBS, do they do KTLA? Is, <laughs> shut up, CBS. shut up. And KTLA hired a, a helicopter to follow them. And it's, you know, like they're being, they're being followed, right? It's like a, a helicopter light, but I don't even know if they had helicopters at this point. You know what I mean? It was 76. We got one comment from someone who listens to the show. Yeah. Saying, I fucking hate that you can't hear me when I correct you on things. <laughs> <laughs> that he's listening to the podcast as he's driving. Did Charles Manson die uh, from his death penalty? No! He died of natural causes. <laughs> <laughs> Belarus is a country. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well. My well. response was, if you have things to correct, you can just correct us. Yeah. We'll read them into the podcast. That yeah. goes for all of you. You hear something that bothers you, just yeah. let us know. Because I mean, like, look, like it it benefits everyone, right? He will now feel satisfied that he told us his information. And now I know that Belarus is a country. Mm -hmm. That's cool. I didn't know. I didn't know. <laughs> all right. So back to the story. Hauling ass, lights following them. They don't know what in to do. In the kayak. Yeah, in, in the kayak, canoe, uh, you know, paddle boat, whatever the fuck. Boom. 
They're all laying down on shore. Ew. Yep. They they, they look. They, they all woke up, look, and they see the light again above the lake, I'm assuming, that they're on, and it vanishes. And they all woke up on the shore. They have no idea how they got there. They did not paddle to shore. They Ugh. did not get out of their boat. They did not lay down and go to sleep. Yet all four of them were laying there. They all got probed. <laughs> so, also, before they had left, their plan was to go out, catch fish, come back, and cook it. So they had built a fire, then they went out to fish. They were going to come back. The fire would be bigger and be nice and get some coals going, except they were only supposed to be out for like 30 minutes, maybe an hour, so the fire still would have been good. They came back, the fire was completely out. It had completely died out. It had been several hours then. There's not a single ember. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And all four men felt very fatigued, and they decided just to call it and went to sleep. They took a pounding. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe. Uh, They spent six more days out in the wilderness for some reason, and Never saw the object again. They told everyone. Why not leave after an experience like that? What? Right. Why would you stay there? Maybe they maybe just thought like they all had a bad acid trip or something. Were they doing acid? I don't know. It was the seventies. Maybe Is that not part of the story. The acid there is not involved. No, there were no drugs. No. Okay. So they told all their friends and families, and everyone was like, "Yeah, whatever." Like, I don't believe you. Mm-hmm. You're you're all fine. Uh, until in '88. So this is about 12 years later. Jack and Jim began having strange nightmares about the four men sitting on a bench naked, feeling fearful. Interesting. (laughs) That's right. Jim decided to contact UFO researcher Ray Fowler in order to help with the strange nightmares. Our cousin. Yep. The four men all agreed to go under hypnosis, where each one was separated. They did not hear each other's stories, and they were all not allowed to repeat anything that they had said in that room kept completely separate while each person was hypnotized. Each one of them described in detail about how they were abducted and then probed by aliens in 1976. The aliens apparently took samples of their skin and body fluids. Jack remembers that the aliens had terrifying faces and they had told him not to be afraid and to do what they say. Charlie described the ship as like a doctor's office. He claimed that they put a panel over his chest and scraped skin from his body. The device that they used was described as silver and it had curves. I'm assuming just like a, like a curved blade or something. Okay. And all four of the, them- The skin scraper or the prober? Yeah. I don't, I don't, it doesn't say, but it does say that all four of them remembered severe pain. So it could be either, either or. Ah. Yeah. After each of them had their sessions, Ray Fowler, that is, brought the four men together. They learned that each of them recalled the same events. They each then took polygraph examinations and all four of them passed. However, skeptics believed that their stories were not true, that they were just strange nightmares, and that confessions under hypnosis are not worth keeping because they could just have seen a movie or a TV show and- Watched, literally watched the same thing together and then had a very similar nightmare. Just applied the same story, yeah. Yeah. Uh, In addition to that, in 2016, Chuck Rack, in an interview, admitted that the abduction was part of the story, uh, the abduction part of the story was completely made up and that he went along with the narrative for financial gain, gain. However, he does admit that seeing a strange series of lights and orbs over them for a couple of days during the camping trip was in fact true. Did they gain financially? Well, I mean, they've made books and movies about them. Oh. Yeah. So, but he was the only one. And since 2016, everyone else has said no, it was true. So who knows? 
Okay. Yeah. Crazy. Yep. No idea. I called that they were probed. They were most definitely probed. As soon as you were like, they all have this memory of being naked on the same bench. I was like, oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> they got lined up. Just lined them up. <laughs> so the next one, this one is a, mm, yeah, I, I don't remember knowing what this word meant. And I just skipped over it, but now I have to say it out loud. For, for, forestry, forestry, mm-hmm. a forestry worker goes missing for five days. So Travis Walton was one of seven men working in a forestry team in Snowflake, Arizona. When heading home from work one night, the team spied a, yeah, spied a blindingly bright light thinking it was a crashed plane. They drove over to the craft. What they saw, however, did not look like any plane. Walton jumped out of the truck to get closer to the craft. Suddenly, suddenly a bright light shot from this now deemed UFO and sent Walton floating in to the UFO. The remaining six crew members all saw this, panicked, ran, got in the car, and they drove left away. Left him? Yes. Oh my god! All of them, unanimous decision. They just all <laughs> left. Uh, about 7:30, one of the crew members called the police. The sheriff answered the phone. Hold they on. Report- when when did he get sucked into the UFO? Did it say the time? It didn't say what time, but this was this was the recorded time. The phone call was recorded. Okay. And so we know for a fact that was at 7.30 p.m. Okay. So I'm assuming if they got in a car and drove away, it couldn't have been earlier than 7 p.m. So the crew member initially reported that one of the logging crew was missing, right? That being Walton. Uh, the sheriff met the crew at the shopping center. All of the men were shaken up and like freaking out. Two of them were in tears. And the sheriff said, quote, that if they were acting, they were all awfully good at it. So okay. he was convinced that what they were saying was true. He didn't okay. believe them, obviously, but he believed that they believed exactly what they saw. After an initial scan of the area showed no evidence of a UFO, never do, the right. police began to suspect that the men were using this story to cover up the fact that they murdered Walton. <gasps> oh my God. Oh. However. I, so they agreed on a story beforehand right. is what he thinks. That's right. However, over the next few days, all six, six loggers were subjected to intense, oh, it says over the next, whatever. Over the next few days, oh my God, cut cut it all, cut it all. <laughs> I have no idea where I am. Uh, simply murdered Walton. The police think he killed Walton. They all killed Walton. And then Fuck, I'm covered drunk. it up. Fuck. With an alien yes. probing story. Yes. Over the next few days, <laughs> all six loggers were interrogated and all subjected to polygraphs and all of their stories held up. That's when Walton suddenly reappeared <gasps> Thinking that he had only been gone for a few hours, he retold parts of the story that he could. He said that he was interrogated by three creatures with bald heads and huge eyes. He apparently encountered many different creatures while inside of the UFO. They all performed experiments on him. Many people were skeptical of the story, but Walton and all other loggers maintain their stories. That's seven eyewitnesses. That's pretty crazy. I don't think I've heard of another like UFO story that has more than one or two people seeing something. That's seven. Yeah, that's pretty weird. That's convincing. Mm-hmm. I don't believe any of them, but you know. Yeah. Still. Still. That's as convincing as it's gonna get. Last one. This one is called the Manhattan Abduction. Linda Napolitano. That's a cool last name. Right, it's pretty cool. Apparently it has one of the most well-documented UFO abduction cases. Uh, I read the story, 
I do not believe this to be the case. Okay. But anyway, she claimed to have been kidnapped out of her window in Manhattan by a flying saucer. Okay. Here we go. She describes her times. This is all a quote. I'm standing up on nothing and they take me out all the way up, way above the building. Oh, I hope I don't fall. The UFO opens up almost like a clam. And then I'm inside. I see benches similar to regular benches and they're bringing me down a hallway. Doors open like sliding doors inside all these lights and buttons and a big long table. I don't want to get up on that table. They get me on the table anyway. They start saying things to me and I'm yelling. I can still yell. One of them says something that sounds like Nobby Yeg. <laughs> <laughs> I think they were trying to tell me to be quiet because he put his hand over my mouth. End quote. Her abduction story has been corroborated by two United Nations bodyguards who claim to have seen exactly the scene that Linda describes. Quote, there was an oval-shaped object hovering over the top of the apartment building two or three blocks up from where we sat. We didn't know where it came from. It happened too fast. The lights turned from a bright reddish orange to a whitish blue coming out of the bottom. Green lights rotated around the edge of the saucer. A little girl or woman wearing a white gown sailed out of the window in a fetal position and then stood in midair in this beam of light. I could see three of the ugliest creatures I ever saw. I don't know what they were. They weren't human. Their heads were out of proportion, very large heads with no hair. Those buggers were escorting her into the craft. My partner screamed, we have to go get them. We tried to get out of the car, but couldn't. After the woman was escorted in, the oval turned reddish orange again and whisked off. Years later, in 2001, this photo would be taken at Linda's apartment. You can see right here, there is a saucer above her apartment. It's a really terrible picture. That is an awful photo. Yeah, it looks like just like a bug flew by. <laughs> But who knows, maybe real, maybe it's not. Both bodyguards would later go on to suffer severe psychological maladies after seeing what they did that night. Linda still maintains her story to this day. Okay. So who knows? Could be real. Pretty crazy. Could be all complete bullshit. Could be. I don't know. What are you, where do you stand on the whole do aliens, uh, whatever they might actually be, how, where do you stand on extraterrestrial life? I think that there is life out in the universe. But I think that if a, a different species were able to travel to Earth, that we would all be dead by now. You think or they enslaved. would just, yeah, they would either enslave us, kill us to take our resources, or just ignore us altogether. Yeah, well, because think about it. Like, if we as humans had the technology to travel to a different planet, like light years away, I mean, we would be able to wipe out that planet with the flick of a button. Not that we would try, but we would then go to the planet and they would think, oh shit, aliens, and they'd fucking try to kill us. See, And so there, we would just have to murder them. Someone had um, a theory, I can't remember where I heard it or, or what, but they think that, because as far as extraterrestrial life, I really don't stand anywhere. It could absolutely exist. I've had zero experience. It's possible it doesn't exist at all. That's that's where I stand. I have no, no real opinion. Uh-huh. But- if it did, I, I like the idea that people were saying the reason they haven't come here is because Earth is full of like crazy fucking diseases and viruses and shit. Yeah, that's true. And they're just not prepared to handle that. Like it's a really dirty place here. And maybe because I like hypothetically they have all this technology and like better health care or whatever their bodies 
haven't had to been, haven't had to be subjected to viruses and diseases. On top of that, humans are fucking weird. We're so, so so gross that for a human, like for a person to come up to you and bite you anywhere, it would immediately be infected. Yeah. Humans are the only mammals that just a single bite can kill. And it's no, because that's yes. not true. Mammals, sorry. Mammals. Mm-hmm. And that's because there's so much bacteria in our mouth that when we bite, that bacteria infects the wound immediately. Yep. Yeah. It's gross. Also, um, how about humans in like fight or flight situations can lift a car that weighs three thousand pounds? That's true. That's on record. <laughs> like, why? Why is that a thing? Why can we randomly become superhumans? When we're scared enough. <laughs> yeah. Like, how is that a thing? I don't know. It's insane. There's there's stories of dudes that get shot like 17 times and continue doing what they were doing. Well, fuck, dude. Imagine you're an alien and you're like, okay, do they have any substances on here that increase their strength and like remove their their fear of dying? Well, they have this thing called angel dust. <laughs> <laughs> all you All they'd have to do is find out that Florida exists. Oh, yeah. Or fucking bath salts. Oh, bath salts. They see that? Uh Uh-uh. That's right. They'd look at us and be like, okay, listen, I don't want to deal with any of that. Is it viable to just nuke it? No, because we'll fuck up all the resources we wanted in the first place. Let's just fucking leave. We'll find another place. They probably ran the numbers and were like, they're going to kill themselves in the next like 50 years anyway. So we'll just come back. (laughs) They'll kill themselves and us if we push too hard. So yeah, they're like, so fuck it. We'll let them kill themselves and then we'll we'll come back and take their shit. Probably. (laughs) Anyway, it is break time. Yes. Time for the break. I'm gonna make it bend and break. Say our friends, but let the good times roll. In case God doesn't show. And I want... Justine saw my contact photo for her. Do you remember what it is? Oh, it's a dolphin. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> she went, what? That's mean. <laughs> and I just started cracking up and she was like, you fucking suck. I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, she wanted to be a dolphin trainer. What was I supposed to why, do? But why are you shitting on her dreams? I'm Jessica? not. So I chew with my mouth open, jokingly. Uh huh. But Terry's brother legit Ew, chews with uh, his mouth open. Nick, if you're listening, you're disgusting. <laughs> God damn it, Flyleaf! Where's that one where she screams? I'm so sick. Do you remember I had you write down the word crinkling? Crinkling. Yeah. Vaguely. This is weeks ago? Yeah. Yeah. Like a really long time ago? Yeah. I told you, Jacob, write this down, crinkling, and then bring it up the next time we record. Yeah, I, I didn't bring it up. Yeah, you didn't. You forgot about it, uh-huh. but I remembered it just now. Okay. Crinkling. Uh-huh. Do you want to know what it is? What is it? Like when you crinkle your nose? mm Crinkling is the term that furries use. For when they're at conventions and it's inconvenient to remove their entire suit to go to the bathroom. So they wear adult diapers underneath. Oh, no. That's what crinkling is. 
So oh, when you no. see them at conventions running around and like, wow, that butt looks extra big. They're crinkling. Whoa. They smell a little musty under there. They have like, like piss and shit in those diapers. Adult diapers underneath the suits. Ew. So that they don't have to remove them and break character and have to clean themselves up. That's fucking nasty. I know. Then they drive home. Mm. I mean, they probably have hotels nearby. Oh, okay. That's fair. But uh, (laughs) still gross. Not acceptable. No. Ash Nico? No. I don't like her. Okay. speaks to my tortured soul. My body is happy (laughs) right now. (laughs) For the first time in years. (laughs) Where are you? And I'm so sorry. Wow, that music really got us down. Feeling really, uh, really emotional. Emotional right now. You feel tortured, even. Yeah, like a tortured soul. Broken. Yeah. Lost in the abyss. Some would say, yeah. You feel like putting on a pair of skinny jeans? I'm gonna go put on some skinny jeans and my Panic at the Disco shirt. Mm-hmm. I have plenty of eyeliner. Can I? I was gonna ask if I can borrow some eyeliner. Yes. Unfortunately, I haven't kept any of my studded bracelets from my Hot Topic days. Fuck. I know. I'll order some on Amazon. Okay. Good. Maybe get a choker. Mm. Black nail polish for sure. That's a must. You can just use Sharpie. Oh, fuck. Mm-hmm. Could. Yeah. That's what they did in middle school. You're right. Okay. Mm-hmm. Let's, let's play something that would get us out of this mood. Okay. Have a nice day, baby. It's Sleazy. Venus. Such a classic. So good. So, so good. So undervalued. So good. My mood is lifted. <laughs> I am properly spirited now. Yeah. That feels good. Mm-hmm. That feels that feels real good. Yes. Happiness restored. So Jacob. Yeah, what's up? We had a submission. What? Try that one more time. I got nasally right at the like worst time. So it sounded like <laughs> we sub- had a submission. <laughs> 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 I know it must be terrible for you to experience this all the time. What? I'm going to cut it now. Now it's not even funny. (laughs) Um, So we had somebody submit a story about, uh, well, I guess relevant to the topic. And the topic is aliens. It is. But he's not quite sure what this experience was. And I guess I'm not either, but it is interesting. Okay. It's from our friend Casper. Oh, I know Casper. Spelled with a K. Yeah. He's not like the friendly ghost. No. He's not as friendly as that ghost. No, he's a South Pole ghost. Yes. Um, 
He sent us something. I guess he had a really weird experience relevant to this topic, and I'd like to read it into the story. All right, let's hear it. So he emailed us, and he says, Hey, fellas. Okay, so this is a true story that happened to me about two-ish years ago. It was after my buddy's wedding because I was on my new motorcycle. He, he says, I live in Los Angeles. Louisiana is what I meant to say there. Louisiana, which has a lot of rural areas, including the road that I used to have to take to visit my parents. It was about a half an hour or so of 70 mile per hour driving through the woods with only a few scattered houses and ranches along the way. It did have a volunteer fire department about halfway down it. Mm -hmm. So I was going on my bike to where my parents live at night. It was probably 7 p.m., give or take, and for the most part, I hadn't seen a soul the whole way. As I approached the volunteer fire department building, I noticed there's a helicopter flying over it, shining a spotlight down onto it. Now this immediately struck me as very odd because it was flying maybe 100 meters off the ground in the middle of nowhere, shining a light on this building. Why? Mm -hmm. Normally this building was empty, but I saw there were lights on and there was a fire truck in the bay. So as I'm coming up to it, I'm curious. I slow down to observe what's going on. I figured maybe there was a criminal or something hiding and the police were searching for him. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Yeah. I didn't see anyone or any cars, just the light, which was facing sort of toward me so I couldn't see the helicopter very clearly and I couldn't really hear it because I have a giant 1300 V-twin motorcycle, which totally drowned out all noise. Uh-huh. So I get to the other side of the light and I just see this dark oval-ish shape, looks like spinning blades, with the indirect light that it, that's bouncing off the ground and I still couldn't really figure out what was going on. So I look forward and I go about my day. Strange, but nothing alarming so far. So now I'm past it completely, but curiosity is still sticking with me. So I look in my mirror one last time and it's gone. I turn my head around to see where the helicopter was and it's following me with oh. no lights on. Huh. So he says, now being in the military, you learn what the silhouette of a helicopter at night looks like. He says, with the spotlight being off, I could see a whole lot better, and I didn't see the body of a helicopter under what I had assumed earlier were the rotors. Furthermore, the blades were not semi-transparent as they should have been, but they were solid. Hmm. This is what he. This is how he phrased it. I'm not sure if it still had like wings, but they weren't spinning, or if the ovalish shape that was above it was a flat disc instead right. of like see-through, yeah, spinning blades. He says at this point. Observing that coupled with it following me, obviously some flags are being raised. Mm -hmm. So I want to get a good look at it without looking back and forth on my bike at night where deer and all other kinds of shit can just run right in front of me. So I stop fast, like really, really fast in order to get a look at it before it passes me. Now think about this. I was going maybe 50 or so at this point. My tires can grip onto the earth in order to stop myself. And I did that in maybe a handful of seconds. We'll say it's 10, but it was probably a lot less than that. Mm -hmm. In 10 seconds, this quote unquote helicopter went from going 50 following right behind me to when I had stopped, it was already moving quickly in the opposite direction. Hmm. So alarms are going off in my head. Aircraft only have air to help them stop. That means they stop very slowly. So how the hell did this thing start going the opposite direction so quickly? I decide to follow it. Ah. So I turn around and I hit it in order to catch up. So I was going around a hundred and I'm still not gaining, but I'm also not really willing to go a whole lot faster because as I said, it was dark and deer are a thing here. 
It wasn't really pulling away from me either. It was just maintaining a few hundred meters in front of me. And after a few miles, it decided to leave. And it was like someone just grabbed it and threw it. That's how fast it was when it accelerated. Huh. Then in another second or two, it was gone beyond the tree line. So he goes, I'm not saying it was aliens, but that's the only thing I've ever seen that I couldn't explain. So everything from start to finish about it was off. The technological ability for a, a hovering craft to pull acceleration like that isn't possible that I know of. And also, this is our NASA friend, you know, for those uh -huh. of you listening. So he knows some stuff about technological ability, hovering crafts and acceleration. Yep. He's the one. He puts the black ink over stuff. Yeah. 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 yeah, he, yeah, yeah. he redacts things. Yeah. Yeah. He, yeah. He redacts. He's, he's, he's a redactor. He's a redactor. Uh-huh. <laughs> Uh, you need something, you need something dacted? Sorry, he just redacts. <laughs> <laughs> he taketh the way, he does not giveth. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, he finishes up. He says, draw your own conclusions, but there's a story that you may be interested in. Yeah, that would have fucked me up. For I definitely real? wouldn't have chased it. Like, I understand the stopping one. Because, mm -hmm. like, I mean, what are you going to do? Might as well stop and get a good look at it. But, like, turning around and going the other way, I would have hauled ass the opposite direction. I've been like, all right. If it was like already, like you break and you turn to look at it thinking, okay, it's about to pass me. Well, I and mean, it's going the other way already. I mean, think about it, right? That's one of two things, right? That's either an alien, which, mm -hmm. you know, I don't necessarily want to fuck with. Not super interested. Or in. that is like a top secret government thing. And See, the government has killed people for far less. So, right. Yeah. See, for me, I'm thinking like, oh God, I saw something I wasn't supposed to see. Exactly. Not that, you know, you assholes were being super discreet about it, like out on a public road. I understand it's the middle of the night, but damn, mm -hmm. you didn't get your like black suits to just stop traffic from coming through this road. Like that's your fault, not mine. Yep. I would have sped up. I'd left. Yep. Like I'll pretend I didn't see anything. Yep. Bye. If I would have got stopped. I'd have been like, I was on PCP, dude. I got no idea. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Super crazy. But then, you know, Casper also, he... It's just, it's that NASA confidence, mm -hmm. you know? He saw something and he was like, I don't believe in aliens. I'm gonna follow it. Cause he was, was like, mm. That was a good accent. Right? Yeah. Doesn't it sound just like him? Uh-huh. That was good. That wasn't as Louisiana though. Show me how. It should have been a little more like, I don't believe in aliens, I'm gonna go and I'm gonna follow it. You know, something like that. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right, right, right. Some right. real, some real like deep bayou accents. That's about it. That is the story. Super crazy. And I, I'm really glad I got a chance to add this in. He sent it and he was like, you guys already recorded the alien episode, didn't you? And I was cool. like, yeah, man, we did. He has no idea how behind we are in editing. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's also too, up to the very last minute, if we get something real good, we can still throw it in there. Yeah. And this was not that long. So thank you, Casper. Yeah, thanks, man. Well, the break time is over. Yes. Over and done. What a refreshing break it was. Yeah. Pretty refreshing. I'm refreshed. An emotional roller coaster. Yeah. Low lows and high highs. High high. It was one high. Yeah. It was one high. But it was it was it was a pretty high high. It was really high. Yeah. Well, go ahead and spin it. All right, this is one of mine. You gotta lick one. Right. So I feel like I remember you mentioning this to me. I think I didn't understand what it meant then either. So like how many things are you going to list? I don't know, but just like I say two things. Okay. You have to lick one. Okay. You say two things. I have to lick one. Okay. You know, rinse, repeat. Yeah. All right. I'm thinking. Mm -hmm. 
I've got one. I got one. Okay. Would you rather lick Oprah Winfrey's mouth? Okay. Or Paul Giamatti's belly? Oprah Winfrey's mouth. Mm, that's gross. <laughs> yes. But so is Paul Giamatti's hairy ginger belly. Yeah, that's true. It's more gross to me. Than, okay. Yeah. I would lick the belly. <laughs> <laughs> would you? Yeah, over, over Oprah's mouth. Yeah. She seems obsessive about like her, cleanliness. Look, her mouth is probably insanely clean. That's what I'm saying. Like, but I would lick a belly over a mouth. For me, I'm rolling the dice on what's safer for my health. <laughs> yeah, her mouth is probably clean, so you're at least correct in that. All right, your okay. turn. The tentacle of a box jellyfish. Isn't, isn't that the deadly one? The tentacle of a less deadly jellyfish. <laughs> okay. Or Toby Maguire's butthole. Oh my God. Okay, <laughs> obviously give me the deadly jellyfish. I don't even care. <laughs> <laughs> You'd rather die. <laughs> <laughs> Someone will have to pee on my tongue. <laughs> you know, that doesn't work, right? I know. It, it actually makes it worse, right? <laughs> I don't, I have no idea. I just yeah. heard it didn't work. Okay. Would you rather lick Jeffrey Goldblum's eyeball Ugh. or the tip of his dick? Oh my God. <laughs> what? <laughs> okay. This I is guess, your game. I, I guess I'm going to lick his like cataract eye. <laughs> <laughs> Gross. <laughs> All right. We've already satisfied the wheel. Now we're just uh, doing yeah, it. Yeah. Now we're now we're just going. Would you rather lick used cat litter or the vaginal crevice of one of the sisters from Thousand Pound Sisters? <laughs> I what? Would you rather lick used cat litter? Used cat litter, please. Or the vaginal crevice of used one of the used cat litter. Let me say it so I it's already... clear. I tripped over my words before. Or the vaginal crevice of one of the 1,000 pound sisters. Used cat litter. Fine. I would like used cat litter twice. <laughs> Just to avoid. Yes. Okay. Would you rather lick the floor of a truck stop bathroom? Ew. Ew. Or a chimpanzee's dingleberries? Interesting. I'm going to say the truck stop bathroom <laughs> because I think... Our hospitals are prepared for what I will contract. <laughs> they're not. They're not prepared for the for the dingleberry no. sickness. <laughs> no. <laughs> the dingleberry sickness. <laughs> Trying to think of things you don't like. Would you rather have to lick um, a spoonful of peanut butter or lick a hard-boiled egg? Peanut butter. At least there's sugar in it. Wow. Really? Yeah. Crazy. Okay. Would you rather lick the sweaty underboob of uh Jeez. <laughs> the sweaty underboob of um Miss Trunchbull from Matilda? Ugh. Or the underpooch of her fupa? Underboob. Sweaty <laughs> underboob. <laughs> God. Would you rather lick a cow's tongue or a moose's tongue? Cows. Once again, just betting that the hospital <laughs> the hospital we will be more prepared for what I might contract. Okay. Would you rather lick a used tampon or <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> a used tampon or one of Toby Maguire's nipples? I guess I'm licking his nipple <laughs> cuz that's gross. <laughs> like that surpassed the the jellyfish death. I <laughs> <laughs> if I had given you the option to lick a possibly deadly jellyfish, you would have licked the jellyfish. Yeah. Over a used tampon. Yeah. Wow. 
Yeah, see, I, I would lick the used tampon. Gross. It's once again, it's just another bet that if anything happens to me, the hospital will be ready. Oh well, yeah, we get this all the time. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, but I don't know that like, especially hospitals here necessarily have like antitoxin for like jellyfish stings or I honestly don't know what they would call for, like what the treatment is, but I feel like they'd be more prepared for probably nothing happened to me, happening to me than definitely a, a jellyfish sting mm -hmm. is what I mean. Mm -hmm. Would you rather like a used condom or a pig's butthole? A used condom. I will get sick from that butthole. Yeah, you will. <laughs> I might not get sick. I'll feel physically sick, but I might not actually like become bodily ill. Okay. Would you rather lick Paul Giamatti's belly button? Why do you keep bringing me back to Paul? Or Nicolas Cage's belly button? Paul's. Really? Yeah. <laughs> you, know, you know, I know he, he's got a, he's got a deep any. Paul might say something, but it'd be brief. Nicolas Cage wouldn't stop talking. Mm. I just know it in my bones. <laughs> <laughs> Would you rather lick Vin Diesel's bald head or Jared Leto's right index finger? Can I get that one more time? Would you rather lick Vin Diesel's bald head or Jared Leto's right index finger? Uh, Vin Diesel's head. I don't know where, where Jared Leto's hands have been. Terrible places, very likely. <laughs> yeah, I don't want that. I don't want that. Vin Diesel's head has probably not been in many places. It's probably, probably, it's probably oily, you know? It's oily. Yeah. Yeah. But it's going to taste like expensive product. Yeah. Even though there's no reason. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Would you rather lick Joe Rogan's gooch? <laughs> <laughs> or? Or what's the name of the guy from Full House? Bob Saget. Bob Saget's nutsack. <laughs> I knew it. I was like scrotum in my head. <laughs> Uh, I'd rather like Bob Saget's nutsack. Is it because the gooch is closer to the butthole? <laughs> no, I just feel like Bob Saget would be cleaner. I don't think so. No? I don't. I think that's a bad, that's a bad bet. I don't know. I think Joe Rogan seems dirtier, but he's actually more hygienic. I think Bob Saget skips showers. I don't know. Maybe I'll, I'll find out. Yeah, you will. I'll let you know. <laughs> <laughs> You're not ready. No, I don't, well, I'm, I'm not ready either way. Would you rather lick Steve Carell's hairy chest or Queen Latifah's hairy thigh? Uh, Queen Latifah's thigh. Okay. Same. <laughs> Same. <laughs> we should probably move on. We'll get stuck on this yeah, for a while. Yeah, that's true. We'll spend too much time. All right. Well, we'll move on to your story. Yes. Well, all right. Are you ready to hear about my alien stories? Story. Alien story or aliens stories. There are aliens and there are stories. Okay. It's all pretty brief, so I'm going to make my way through it pretty quickly. Okay. But there are multiple different kinds of aliens and at least two different stories. Okay. Okay. Do it. So in my search for an alien story, I couldn't find one that I liked just because I couldn't. I don't know. Mm -hmm. um, so I decided, okay. I don't know that much about aliens. What kind of aliens are even out there? I was very shocked to learn on proofofalien.com mm -hmm. that there are as many as 82 different species of aliens Ah, uh, okay. that have visited or are currently residing on our planet right now. Oh. I had no clue. I mean, why would you? Right. But luckily, proofofaliens.com had the information for you. It's actually proofofalien.com. Yeah, it doesn't say theories of alien 
proof.com. Right. It doesn't say this, this could be proof. Right. It says proof. So I thought 82 is a lot though. What are like the main ones? Right. And they were on top of it. There was an article already prepared for me. Okay. <laughs> that had that had the ten most uh, most seen, most encountered aliens on Earth. Okay. That are residing or have resided on Earth. So here we go. Number one on the list: Zeta reticulans, aka Type A Grays. Okay. Those are the like gray aliens. The big head, black eyeballs. Well, let's see. No nose. They are. Well, we have intimate details. Oh. This is proof of alien.com. I, f- I forget. Okay. Please continue. Zeta reticulans, AKA type A grays. They are four to five feet in height. Short. Very short. Slight, thin bodies with white, tan, but typically gray skin and enormous heads and black eyes. Okay. I got that part. They do not have a digestive system. Oh, so we've done autopsies on them. Yes. Okay. Or maybe they just told us. Mm Mm-hmm. It's possible. Either way, we have proof. That's why they're probing us. (laughs) They're curious about our digestive They don't know. Yeah, they don't know where the food goes. They're weirded out by our intestinal tract. Mm Mm-hmm. Got it. That makes a lot of sense. They feed by absorbing nutrients through their skin, and that happens to be why their skin is stinky. Mm. They have stinky skin. Stinky skin. Just like, you know, the contents of our stomach and the stomach acid and stuff would be kind of smelly. Yeah. Their skin is smelly instead because that's their like outer stomach layer. They in, they absorb their nutrients through their stomach, through their skin, stomach. Okay. <laughs> okay. It's it's all adding up now. Yes. They want and to understand why we're not stinky. Mm-hmm. And so they probe because they're like, the stink is here. <laughs> <laughs> why is it all right here? <laughs> <laughs> it, it did say brings with them a quote less than delightful stench okay but they said like specifically that's why is because they absorb nutrients through their skin i assumed that meant stinky skin and i don't think i'm wrong um they happen to communicate tele- telepathically okay uh they it is impossible to sexually arouse them they don't give a shit about sex I'm, par- I'm assuming that means someone has tried mm-hmm. <laughs> to seduce them sexually. Yes, they've done experiments. Right, right. Um, but it just so happens that Zeta reticulans, a.k.a. type A grays, clone themselves like jellyfish. So there's oh. really no sexual desire, no need, nothing. Right. Which is why they end up looking kind of like Ken Dolly when you see them in like pictures and stuff. There's yeah. just not really anything there. Yeah, just flat. They don't, they don't need them. Okay. They clone themselves. And... Uh, they are super into genetic modification and they have had a hand in directing our own evolution and they have manipulated our genes probably. Oh, which genes? Jacob, there's proof of it. <laughs> but which genes? Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> Number two, little green men. Okay. They are believed to, uh, oh, I'm sorry, not believed. They are verified to have antenna, antennae. Okay. And no hair. Mm-hmm. It's kind of what you imagine, like, the Martians looking like. You know, like in Cartoon Network, there was the Martian. He looked like that. He had an antennae. Yeah. So antennae and O'Hare, they are green and they are short. That is all the information I could find on those. Okay. So we haven't dissected them. Apparently not. We haven't tried to seduce them. We only know what they look like on the outside. There's no other information about that. Okay. But they are encountered fairly often in our, our alien encounter history. Okay. Appar- apparently. That's why they're on this list. Well, prove... prove a- 
proofably, proofer, proofer, proofably, it is proved. <laughs> <laughs> yes, because okay. it is on proofofalien.com. Right. Number three, Nordic aliens. Um. Okay. Why do you seem confused by that? Why did that get you already? So are they are they from Norway, or do they only travel to Norway? What do you mean by that? The Nordic aliens. Why are you confused by that name? Like Thor or Odin? I understand. You think that because they're called Nordic, that must have something to do with where they're from. Or where they frequent the most. But they are believed to have been originated from the Pleiades star cluster, which is about 400 light years away. So they're not from Norway. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) They are called the silent observers of our planet. Okay. No mention of Norway so far. Um, usually mm. they utilize telekinesis and telepathy. Quote, this certainly proves that Nordic aliens have psychic powers. Unquote. They have 28 teeth. Okay, can we pause for that? No. Who's, who said the quote? <laughs> Why are you asking me that? <laughs> is, is the quote not? Jacob, did I not tell you what this website is called? <laughs> is it just a random quote? This is not guessingaboutaliens.com. <laughs> This is proofofalien.com. Okay. All right. Well, they have 28 teeth. 28. Fun fact. Uh, I have 28 teeth. Oh, there you go. Maybe well, you maybe I'm are a Nordic alien. Nordic alien. Now, I do have my wisdom teeth, so that, that bumped it up to 32 teeth. Uh-huh. But my wisdom teeth do not take up too much space, and I don't need to get them pulled. Mm-hmm. I actually have room for more wisdom teeth behind. I could be so wise. Right. I but you had them removed. No. You didn't have your wisdom teeth taken out? No. So you have 30? I have 32 teeth. Why did you tell me you had 28? Because I have 28 real teeth, regular teeth, and then I have four wisdom teeth. Wisdom teeth are real teeth. Yeah, but no one counts them when they count your teeth. Because they get removed. Well, mine aren't removed. I have them. So you don't have 28 teeth. No, I have 32. I know that. With my wisdom teeth. That's included. So everything you have said is irrelevant. (laughs) But I'm saying, like, if I were to get them pulled one day, I would only have 28. I just thought it was interesting. It's not, though. It doesn't matter. I only have two molars on each side instead of the normal three. I thought that was fun. Nordic aliens have 28 teeth without wisdom teeth counted. Okay. (laughs) So they could have 32 also. (laughs) Is what you're saying. I mean, including wisdom teeth. Oh, okay. All Total teeth, total teeth in their mouths are 28. They have 28 with wisdom teeth. Yes, that is what I meant to say. That's weird. Isn't it so strange? Yeah. They also have biconvex blood cells, which is very opposite from our own convex human blood cells. They're biconvex. So, so we have, we have dissected, uh, what is it? Norwegian alien? Nordic. Nordic alien. Nordic alien. Yes. We have dissected one. It's Norse. Yeah. And we have analyzed their blood cells as well. Okay. Yes. They can see the ultraviolet lights. Oh, that's got to be bright. Mm-hmm. They have harder and thicker brains than human brains. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they have larger lungs than humans. Okay. And their heart is located where the human liver would be found. Interesting. That seems like a very vulnerable place to put a heart. Yes, but I don't think a human would expect it. And that's probably why they evolved that way. They evolved so that humans couldn't kill them as easily. We are notoriously Actually, violent. so that humans could kill them more easily, but we just were too stupid to kill them Probably, easily. yes. So Nordic aliens, uh, I can't help but like notice now 
that there is no physical description in here really like the last type of alien they were like yeah. really really on top of describing their physical appearance and their height and stuff uh this one not not really so much it just talks about like all their special qualities not really what they look like but i saw a picture and they basically just look like people who like live in iceland like they're all really blonde and blue-eyed <laughs> and pale so that's why they're called them nordic i think so okay because you see them and you might think oh that's someone who's from you know sweden or something what What's that area called? All the, those areas? The Norse area. Yeah, but what, it has a name. Netherlands. No, that's a country. That's a country. <laughs> I know of one specific listener who has complained about you guessing <laughs> <laughs> and me guessing about things, who's probably pulling his hair out right now. If he had hair, he would be. Oh, uh, he's bald? Yeah. Mm. Anyway. That's unfortunate for him. It is. Moving on. Or is it fortunate? Because he would pull it out right now if he had any and he has none. So there's no damage done. You're welcome. Well, he's got to pull hair from somewhere. <gasps> oh, <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> so anyway, larger lungs, heart located where the human liver would be found. Then I saw something that per- that it made me a little confused. Okay. There's a category under this alien called moisture penetration. <laughs> okay. And it said that the Nordic aliens do not have sweat glands. And because of that, they absorb moisture through their skin, and that's the only way they get it. So basically, they're constantly dehydrated. How do those two things tie in together? What do you mean? <laughs> they don't have sweat glands. No. And because of that, they absorb moisture through their skin. Yes. To stay hydrated. Yeah. That's not what sweat glands do. Jacob, these are aliens, okay? <laughs> but shouldn't it be they don't have sweat glands and also they absorb moisture through the skin? No, they are directly related things. Okay. Anyway, they generally excrete thick urine, the constant mm. the consistency of oil. Oh god. <laughs> this is probably because of their hydration issue. Okay. Their moisture penetration issue. Right. I think that makes sense. Also, you know, just quick, you know, couple of factoids last on their list specifically, male Nordic aliens can only inseminate once a year. Mm. Yeah. So you might you might think they're really sexy, but they probably couldn't impregnate you. They're a dying breed. Right, right. Um, and it has also been found on proofofalien.com that these aliens have some sort of connections with the the angels of Western religion. Oh, they have been they have been compared. We we didn't even know. We had no idea that the angels we thought were so clean and beautiful were actually excreting generally thick urine, the consistency of oil. Yeah. Anyway. Oh, also, P.S. They're responsible for roughly 25% of total alien abductions. Oh. Palladian aliens what? are number four on the, the list. They just they just threw that in and then just went, what? That, that was the last fact. <laughs> 25%? Yes. That's a, that's a big chunk if there's well, if 82 aliens. It, if you're a dude Nordic alien and you can only inseminate once a year, like, if that day happens, you need to find someone to inseminate. You must. So they can... They can breed with humans then i'm just making my own assumptions this was not on proofofalien.com oh see you should have started with that right it is on proofofalien.com that they're responsible for roughly 25 percent of total alien abductions but i'm i'm guessing the reasons why mm. based off of the facts we have learned the hard let's hard let's facts stick, let's stick to the proof please okay okay number four uh palladian aliens 
They are tall with round faces and soft features. They look very similar to the Nordic aliens, but not quite so blonde and blue-eyed. Okay. They're usually hairless, but they are pleasant and peace-loving. What? Why did those have anything to do with each other? What do you mean? They're usually hairless, but they, <laughs> they are peaceful and blah, blah, blah. Uh, that is what I found on proofofalien.com. If you're going to make Damn. No, your own you assumptions outside of the facts, that's on I, you. I keep trying to argue this very provable evidence. Right. So anyway, ignore me. We can move on because that's all the information we have on the Palladians. Now to the Andromedan aliens on num- as number five. Okay. That's a, that's a whole other galaxy. Basically, they look the same as humans, but they are energy beings that use telepathy. Number six, reptilians. <gasps> oh, yes. Oh, I know I know they're here. I'm sorry. Unlike the information proofofalien.com had to offer about the Andromedan aliens, the reptilian aliens and the information offered for them was extensive. Right, right. So reptilians are usually known as alien beings that are very tall, minimum six feet, Max eight feet. Okay. They have scaly skin, which is why they are called reptilians. They're usually green. Uh, They walk on two legs. They're humanoid in appearance. Okay. They have very large yellow eyes, maybe black. And they are also stinky, very similar to the type A grays. Um, Now, this did have a specific list of all the historical proof of their existence. Okay. You're going to chop that down for us? Yes. Hit me. So, in Indian culture... Indian folklore tends to mention reptilian demons that used to come out of the water and destroy villages and cities. And because there's nothing like that that exists on Earth that matches the description of these demons, this makes it evident that uh, long ago they interacted with reptilian aliens. Okay. Then there is Gukumats, the Toltec Mayan god, as well as Quetzalcoatl, the Uh, Aztec god. Mm -hmm. They were both described as serpents, which is also proof that aliens existed a long time ago. And then they reached a little bit, talking about a Greek god called Boreas, who had snakes for legs. Um, And I would question it, but it's on proofofalien.com. Oh, fuck. Right. I saw you were starting to doubt. Yep. But I reminded you what the website's called. Thank you. You're welcome. Um, Then they also specifically referenced an abduction of a man named Herbert Shermer. In Nebraska. It sounds familiar. Mm-hmm. They said that his uh, experience was proof of reptilian aliens. So I have a very short synopsis on what happened to him. Okay. I looked that up. It wasn't listed there for me. Right. When and I found it. In Ashland, Nebraska, on December 3rd, 1967, uh, Herbert Schumer, Shermer, he was 22 years old. He was a young patrolman, a cop. Okay. He was making his usual rounds, and on the highway, he thought he saw red lights that looked like a truck up ahead of him. Mm -hmm. But then he realized that they were actually blinking red lights through the oval portholes of a metallic oval-shaped object that was hovering like eight feet above the ground. So he was like, whoa, so strange. He noted that it, the object looked like polished aluminum, and uh, it had a structure underneath it that kind of looked like landing gear. Okay. He said the object rose into the air with flames coming out from underneath oh. it, and it passed almost directly over his patrol car, and then pew, like shot out into the sky. Okay. So he checked the time before and after the sighting, and apparently lost like an hour of time, which he thought was really strange. He developed 
a red sort of welt on his neck, a headache, and he began to feel sick. So Shermer was asked to go to Boulder, Colorado, and while he was there on February 13th, 1968, he was hypnotized by a psychologist called Dr. Leo Sprinkle (laughs) at (laughs) at the University of Wyoming. And while he was under hypnosis, he did recall that after he stopped his car near the object to take a look at it and note like its features and stuff, his engine died and his radio went silent, which sounds a lot like your alien story from our first alien episode. from last season. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. He said a white object emerged from the spaceship and it seemed to communicate mentally with him, which is telepathically. Mm Mm-hmm. And he said that it prevented him by communicating to him this way from drawing his gun, which is what his first instinct was to do. He was going to shoot it. Right. And it was like, no, no, don't do that. Hold on. And so he didn't. Uh, Then after the hypnotic session was over, he was able to continue to recall more details as time went on. Uh, And he noted that the beings that were in the alien ship were friendly, that they drew energy from electrical power lines, and they had a base on Venus. They let him know. Oh, they told him? Yeah. Uh, one odd fact was that uh, the aliens he noted wore uniforms that had an emblem of a winged serpent on the left breast. A winged serpent. Which is very similar to winged serpents that have appeared in mythology kind of around the world. Mm. And that's what proves that reptilian aliens exist. Ah. We're coming back around. Yep. That's the reason. That's why I told you that story. Yeah. You, you said that the aliens told him to or communicated to him to to not pull out his gun. Mm-hmm. And all I heard in my head was, whoa, whoa, calm down, Jamal. <laughs> don't, don't pull, pull out, out the, the nine. Don't pull out the nine. <laughs> <laughs> uh, number seven on this list. We're, okay. we're coming to a close. We're getting to the end of this list. Are alpha draconians. <laughs> okay. I'm sure you guessed already they come from alpha draconis. I, I you know what? I should have pieced that together. You should have, because um, they do. They are also the most corrupt, hostile, and vicious types of aliens. Mm. They are characterized by specifically giant reptilian features. Um, they're about 14 to 22 feet tall. They weigh approximately 1,800 pounds or more. They're very big. Okay. Like super big. Uh, and they believe themselves to be the right, rightful owners of humankind, as human the humans are lesser evolved beings. Right. So they want to like enslave us or something? Uh, they kind of just think that we are already theirs mm. and they can do with us as, as they please. All right. That's it. That's all I have on the Alpha Draconians. Next is the Syrians. Those are real people. Mm, no. Because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're here on the aliens list. I don't know what you're talking about. Okay. I understand I- there's a country on Earth called Syria, but maybe they were inspired to name themselves oh, that from the aliens. They had alien influence. Yes, perhaps. Let me just let me just talk to you about what Syrians Syrians aliens look like. Syrians aliens are aquatic aliens. And they are mostly found in oceans and lakes where there is huge water depth. They actually look there was a, like a little picture example. They look a lot like Asari from Mass Effect. Okay. And they are known to have come from the Sirius B star system. Oh, that's far. Pretty far. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't know, but a star system that isn't ours, probably really far. Well, the closest... I thought it was Andromeda. It was Andromeda. That's the closest galaxy. Yeah. 
And that's, I don't know, far. Really far. (laughs) (laughs) Really fucking far. Uh, That's all I've got on the Syrians, aliens. Interesting. They're water beings. Uh Prefer to swim, swim around in the water. Next is the Anunnaki aliens. This is fun. Yes. The, so just so you know, um, I don't know how they know this, but honestly, it's proofofalien.com. I'm just fascinated that they know it at all. Anunnaki means princely blood. Oh. Also, it means the father and kings of God. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Okay. So it just so happens that the Anunnaki aliens or the princely blood aliens are aware of the people who came from heaven or the stars. During the 19th century, uh, archaeologists of ancient Nineveh found 22,000 clay tablets that connected with the Anunnaki aliens. Um, and it just so happened that human footprints were found in California alongside dinosaur footprints, which proves that the Anunnaki were there 65 billion years ago. Okay. Yes. Um, it's a long time. Yeah, I know. Also, the U.S. government in 1940 proved that Anunnaki are seven to eight feet tall. Okay. They are with milky white skin and their eyes look red in color. They, their cellular electrical capacity is much higher than ours. Now, I know what okay. you're thinking. I know what you're thinking. Whoa. How did the U.S. government prove that they were that tall in the 1940s? And I'll tell you. There happens to be a text of some sort titled, Our Secret Governments Amid War between Anunnaki princes Marduk and Nanar by Sasha Alex Lesson, PhD. Okay. And I'll just let you know that the U.S. government has to formally contend with the presence of two Anunnaki camps in conflict with one another to deal with both Prince Nanar Allah, son of Earth Commander, and Lil Yahweh, who runs the camp. You sound like you're good and you don't want to hear more. I really don't. <laughs> this is this is beyond it's historical what I fact. Though, uh, Alexander the Great saw one of the princes, Marduk specifically. He witnessed this. Yes. Interesting. Mm-hmm. I see. I didn't know that. It says PhD. So that's how you know that it's real. Yes. You're welcome. Thank you. For that information. And the last on this list, the Arcturian aliens. Okay. They are usually four to five feet tall with large heads and blue skin, very similar to the uh, type A grays. Right. Their skin is not stinky. Oh. They probably have digestive systems. Yeah, see, they don't do the probing. No, they probably have buttholes. Yep. Um, their bodies, though, are highly disproportionate. So, like, they might have lo- arms that are a little too long or, like, really, really weirdly short torsos like Ricky's. Our friend Ricky, who has a really short torso. Yeah. I See, I didn't know who you were talking about. But yeah. then when you mentioned the short torso, yeah. I, I realized who you're talking about. Yes. Yeah. His, like, torso is maybe half the length of his arms and his arms reach down past his knees. Yeah. Like the Arcturian aliens, probably. Okay. That's my whole list of the main, the main. Only the main ones. Species of aliens that yeah. have resided in the past on earth or currently reside or have at least been encountered. encountered. And dissected. And probably also dissected. Unless and, they volunteered body parts. And they apparently provided us their, their lore and their history. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And interacted with Alexander the Great and the U.S. government. Yeah, interesting, interesting. See, I had no idea that any of this was 100% provable fact, but there it is, you know, plain and simple. Yes. Damn. Well, it is time to spin the wheel again. Uh, I think you should do it this time. All right. 
All right, we got irrational fear. Irrational. Ooh, we've done this one before. We have. So this will be a brand new irrational fear. Okay. I think mine last time was falling very short, um, non-threatening distances. Yeah, that is irrational. Yes. Another irrational fear. Anything come to mind for you? I think I got one just now. Um, I have an irrational fear of um, driving for some reason. Like I'm going to get in a car accident. Mm -hmm. Usually I'm like, I'm a pretty good driver. I'm a terrible parker, but I'm always paranoid that someone else is going to like cut me off or I don't know. I I've experienced road rage before when I got confused about a light. I wasn't sure which way to go. So I hesitated a few seconds and then like proceeded through a green light. And this dude got really pissed at me and like swerved around me to like flip me off. Mm-hmm. And I just laughed. It was fine. But he like sped off and cut someone else off and they had to break really hard. So like unpredictable bad drivers around me freak me out. And the idea of getting in a car accident like made me so paranoid. I think I cried the first time I actually drove a car. Oh, I did. But it doesn't make any sense. I've even had nightmares of being in car crashes, but I've never been in a car crash ever. Hmm. I've been in a slight fender bender once. That was it. Well, I mean, I guess I don't really count that because I know like little things aren't the things I have nightmares about. Like there was one time Terry's truck and some other dude's truck were backing out of a parking space at the same time. So when they both checked their mirror, neither of them was moving, but then they moved out at the same time and like went bumper to bumper briefly. And it was fine. Like it was a very small jolt, but like there wasn't any damage really to either car. Other than that, I have not been in a major car accident. Don't. I have to salute major put, car accident. Put your hand down. Ridiculous. I've never been in one. Uh-huh. But I have nightmares about them all the time, and I'm always worried that could happen. So I'd call that irrational because I have no reason to fear that specifically over other things that also happen pretty commonly. Okay. Okay. Mine also has to do with cars. Mm-hmm. I have the irrational fear that someone is going to run me over. Really? Yeah, like full on uh, like Brad Pitt in that one movie. Which one? Remember he was like an angel or something? No. Oh, I never saw it. But yeah. Yeah. He- was it Meet Meet Joe Black or something? Yeah, something like that. I, I feel like I'm mixing it up. I think I don't think I got it. I have it quite right. But yeah, remember he gets like it's like, wow. wow. <laughs> no, I never saw it. Oh, yeah. I, I remember he gets hit by like four cars. Someone recommended it to me and I read the description and I thought, oh, that sounds interesting, but I've, I never, I never watched it. No spoiler. <laughs> <laughs> There's a terrible hit and run in it. Yeah. I don't know. Like whenever I'm like crossing a street or like an intersection and there's, you know, cars around, I just always feel like some idiot's going to fucking hit me. That, you know, that almost happened to me once. Well, it's almost happened to me too. I was on my way. I was walking home from uh, Burroughs, which is the high school we went to. And I was crossing that street right before the donut shop. I don't remember which one that is. Donut hut. Yeah. No. Yep. Yes. Yep. Okay. The donut shop. I was, I'm standing there. I walk past there all the time. I'm waiting for the light to turn green. It does. And by green, I mean my light, that little walking person showed up instead of the hand. So I start walking and this bitch, like fat glasses wearing, stupid, ugly haircut, having beat up fucking minivan driving whore sped through the intersection right through the crosswalk, maybe two feet in front of me. Mm -mm. And it freaked me the fuck out. And I jumped back 
Like, oh my God, it's like she waited for it to turn red to do that. She didn't break at all. She didn't even try. And lucky for me, there was a uh, a cop on a bike, <laughs> not a not a bicycle, but a, a motorcycle. Yeah, right next to me on the like waiting uh, at the like I don't know. Also, the street opposite of the donut shop uh-huh. where I just come from saw her immediately turned his light on and followed her. So nice. justice was served. Yes, she got fucked. Yeah, good. Oh, well, I mean that was that was easy. Both had to do with cars. Yeah, yeah. Cars freak me out. I'm gonna get hit by a car one day. I just feel it. Most of my nightmares have been that um, my brakes give out. Oh. Oh, and that I have to like, like my car won't, not only will the car not slow down, it's speeding up because for no reason I'm going downhill when I wasn't before, before the brakes gave out anyway. Mm -hmm. And I have to like decide what I'm going to hit a person or an object that could have a person inside it. And so I'm always hitting the the thing that like, who knows if there's a person in it and avoiding the people on the street. And it's really stressful for me. Yeah. Well, you know, knowing my luck, like I'm not going to get hit by a Rolls Royce. You know, <laughs> I'm not going to get hit, you know, by a, by a Lamborghini. You're going to get hit by the beat up minivan. I'm going to get hit by like a 95 Honda. <laughs> <laughs> That's what's going to hit me. Another like Ford Fiesta like yours. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, I feel like, I feel like if that car were, were like if my car, a Ford Focus were the one to hit me, mm-hmm. I'd be fine. That car wouldn't be like the car would be totaled, but I feel like I'd live, you know, because it's so it's so fragile. Yeah. OK. But yeah. If, if a 95 Honda hit me, I don't know. I'd probably die. They're solid. They're, yeah. They are solid. They're durable vehicles. Speaking of durable, I was on iFunny and it said, uh, if you ever feel like something you did was useless, just remember that um, someone designed a cover like a case for the Nokia <laughs> Oh God. And it was specifically that like brick yeah. uh, version. The indestructible, like people drive like Humvees over them and yeah. nothing happens. Yes. And someone did. Someone created a little, little cell phone case for and it. And you know, people bought it. Oh yeah. Idiots. Also, someone was hired to be a lifeguard at the Olympic like, yes. swimming tournament. They, well, legally they had to, <laughs> they legally had to have lifeguards there it's like a high school student too like fresh out of high school maybe like like freshman in college yeah lifeguard mm-hmm. it's fucked up mm-hmm. useless yes All right jessica that is the end of the episode that is the end of aliens t- 2 yes no 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 we said did we what what did we say i don't know what's the second aliens movie it's just called aliens it's alien is the first one because yeah. there's one there's just one and then aliens. Aliens. Because so this is, multiple. yeah, it's the end of aliens. That's yes. It. It's done. Yeah. It's over. Finny. Yeah. Finny Tobe. Mm-hmm. Finn. I'm, I'm done. Okay. Okay. <laughs> That's good. If you guys liked what you heard, feel free to like, rate, subscribe, tell your friends, tell your mistress, tell your grandparents. Go ahead and leave us a review on whatever you're listening, using to listen to the show. Uh, if it's available. That will definitely help people find us and listen. We like to get our names out there. Keep this going. If you have anything you'd like to communicate to us, feedback, something you like or don't like, go ahead and reach out to us on fanmail at threeshotsin.com. Yep. And if you feel like being even more lovely, you can go to threeshotsin.com. That will take you to our Patreon page and you can gift us a monthly payment. And in return, you will receive bonus content upon our Patreon page. Yes, full disclosure, there is content on there, 
but we only put it on there when we have time. Yeah, well, that's what you get for five bucks a month. That's true. <laughs> it's not a lot. Yeah. One day when we have, you know, like this, the $50 a month, we'll, we'll record extra shit just for you like every day. Well, if you want, we can start having Jacob like post private nudes to you guys. Oh, I could do that. Yeah, Trisha, like, Trisha Paytas. Yeah. Her OnlyFans is only $5 a month. Oh, that's pretty cheap. Yeah. Sometimes she has free months. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> wow. Uh, maybe we'll do like a like a three shots in OnlyFans. Yeah. Except it, nothing together, Jessica. That is my one rule. That's yeah. No, you're right. That is the that is the line we should draw. Yeah. But I can definitely take pictures. Remember, you took that picture one time where you were holding shot glasses and a bottle of Jack Daniels with just your feet. Yeah. We'll put. We should put stuff like that up there. Okay. I'm down. I'm game. Okay. Let's do that. All right, guys. Well, we're gonna go to bed now. Yes. So. You should go to bed too. All right. Good night. Good night. Wait, take us with you. Pause. Uh, Pause us until you're laying in bed and then press play. We'll wait. So you're in bed now. Nice and warm under the covers. Wow, these sheets are real soft. Did you brush your teeth? (laughs) 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 Oh my God. All right, good night. Bye. Good night.